Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. The uh, spiritual awakening, the spiritual renewal down at Asbury University uh, continues and continues to be in the news. Uh, I am hesitant to use the word revival for many reasons, primarily because those involved in what's happening at Asbury are not using the word revival. Uh, Those in the uh, school um, authority, the administration, and even the student leaders are saying it's an awakening. Uh, They're using other words, a a renewal, uh, but they are shying away from using the word revival. I find that interesting, and uh, I, I don't know, one day maybe we'll... Take a look at what real revival is. Uh, now, I've been asked by many people, Bob, what do you think about what's going on down at Asbury? Let me repeat what I said last week, and then let me add to it. Uh, I am certainly hoping and praying that this is a genuine movement of the Spirit of God. And I have no reason to doubt that. I have no reason to believe otherwise. So I am praying that this is real and genuine, and I'm praying that it's going to move across the country. And there are uh, news reports of similar things breaking out on campuses like um, uh, Cedarville and other Christian campuses across the country and in churches. Now, with that said, um, am I discerning in this? Of course. And like I say continually, the devil lives in the extremes. Anything. I don't care what you talk about, what you discuss, whatever the topic, you will find extremes. And with what's going on down at Asbury, you see the extremes. On one hand, if anybody dares to even question that this is a true, real revival and it's from God, oh my goodness, you are a hate monger, you're a bigot, you're a, uh, you're a, what's the word I was trying to think of? You're anyway. You're a whacked out fundamentalist, uh, and uh, you don't want the spirit of God, and blah 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 blah. Because you even question. Then, on the other hand, we have those that just say it is not a revival; it's not a work of God. And I've heard so many reasons why it did not start in a local church building. So, therefore, it's not from God. Really. Because it didn't start in a local church building, it can't be from God. I have read all over social media, this is not from God, this is not from God, because of this, because of this, because of this. I know it's not from God. It's fake, it's phony, it's pure emotionalism. Uh, Okay. Let's try to look at this biblically. All right? 
Should we be cautious about something like this? Should we? Should we just accept anything and everything that we are told about what's going down on down at Asbury? If we do, we are violating Scripture. Among other scriptures, 1 John chapter 4, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Okay, we are commanded to try the spirits, to discern, to look. Why? There have been so many false revivals Pure emotionalism on steroids. Just nothing but overt mass hysteria and emotionalism. And I'm not going to go into it, but I could name many supposed revivals that when it was all said and done and the smoke cleared, God didn't do anything. It was just pure emotion. Am I saying that about Asbury? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I am not saying that. I'm just saying it is not wrong to question. It is not wrong to discern. It is not wrong to be somewhat skeptical. So my prayer is that it really is real and true and genuine. That is my hope. Do I know absolutely positively that it is? I don't think anyone does yet. Because we need to see how all of this ends. And if lives are truly changed, if people are truly set free from sin, addiction, sinful habits, if people truly get saved, accept Christ as Savior, And I'm hoping that's exactly what's happening. Now, just as far as news is concerned, I wondered how the school would handle this. Because it has turned into... uh, I started to use the word circus. no, no, No. But it has gotten... Uh, shall we say, out of hand. And by that, I mean um, the school cannot handle the number of people that are showing up. More than fifteen to 20,000 people are showing up every single day on campus. Uh, overwhelming roads, the infrastructure, the local police are begging the school, you've got to do something. We've got traffic jams. We've got people parking everywhere. And we can't handle these kinds of crowds. Fifteen to 20,000 people from the outside, coming from all over the United States, coming to be a part of what's going on at Asbury. And I understand the desire to be a part of it. And by the way, tomorrow... Uh, afternoon, I'm going to have as a guest someone who went to Asbury, and I'm going to have them share what they saw, what they experienced, and what their observation was, because I want to know. But anyway, the school, I think very wisely has said, 
we're, we're, we're closing this down to the outside public. Uh, the last public worship service was held today at 2 p.m., a um, couple of hours ago. This was the last public service was held at 2 o'clock today. When that's over, then it will only be for the students, the worship services in the evening and so forth, will only be from, for students and young people aged 15 to 25. They are making arrangements for people who want to come and worship. They're making arrangements for other places around the area where people can go and truly worship together and so forth. Um, difficult decision, because no matter what the administration does, this is a university. And sooner or later, the kids have got to go back to classes, and they've got to go about doing what they need to do. If they shut this down, then they're going to be accused. You are shutting down the work of God. Um, I, who wants to live with that? And yet they're faced with the very practical things of traffic, crowds, what I'm told is unsafe situations where overcrowding has occurred uh, and seating capacity uh, uh, exceeding the legal seating capacity. And again, local authorities, fire, police are saying, hey, you got, you've got to do something about this. So um, today, 2 o'clock, the last public worship service uh, after today, Worship services at the university will be for students and young people age 15 to 25. Uh, hard decision, but I think, I think wise. And I pray a spirit of God movement goes across America. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is rich. This is rich. I just got this uh, during that commercial break. This is not what I was going to talk about next, but this just popped up in my news feed. Oh, my goodness. Listen to this. Dateline, Washington. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg sent a letter yesterday to the CEO of Norfolk Southern warning that the freight rail company must demonstrate unequivocal support for the people of East Palestine, Ohio, and surrounding areas after a fiery train derailment. This is... uh, over two weeks after this happened, after not just Republicans, Republicans and Democrats, where is the Secretary of Transportation? Why hasn't he been on the scene? Why hasn't he visited East Palestine? Why hasn't he called a press conference? Why has he not submitted a plan? 
why has he not had the CEO of Norfolk Southern in his office? Why has he not called a meeting? It took him 11 days before he commented at all, and that was a tweet. Now, this is national news. Almost every night on national news, East Palestine, Ohio is coming up. This is a big, big story. A lot of people are going to be impacted by this for a long, long, long time. This is not a minor issue. This is major. And it took him 11 days to issue a tweet. And now, several days later, he writes a letter threatening Norfolk Southern. I'll bet they are shaking in their boots. <sighs> My goodness. Um, if President Biden does not demand Pete Buttigieg resignation, I would hope that members of Congress both parties would demand that this man be shown the door. He has been a complete, total disaster. Have we forgotten the hundreds of cargo ships off the coast of California and how that impacted all of us? And at the very height of that supply chain crisis, at the very height, he was on maternity leave with his husband. (sighs) Wow. He sent a letter. Talk about action. Wow. Um, I was talking, and I I had planned on going a little further into the public school crisis in America when this Pete Buttigieg uh, story popped up. Um, There is a story coming out out of Florida that is just deeply, deeply troubling. Um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is trying his best to drive critical race theory out of the schools. Because where does critical race theory lead? It leads to terrible discrimination because of your race. And here is an example of where critical race theory leads. And it happens to be in Florida. And the teacher involved has admitted he did it to spite Governor DeSantis. He made a TikTok video. White students were told that they had to act as slaves for black classmates. He forced white students to do chores for black students. Then he made other students bow down to their fellow black students 
and then throwing books around about people of color, and it got worse. He uh, forced white students to take the coats off of black classmates and feed them snacks, etc. Talk about reverse racism. So much of critical race theory is not about equality. It's about revenge. Revenge never is profitable. All right, quick. Steve in Upper Sandusky, Ohio, calling in about East Palestine. Steve, welcome. Sorry I couldn't get to Hi, you Bob. sooner. Welcome. No, no, that's fine. Hey, Bob, I've I been following that story pretty closely, particularly impressed from the Cleveland area. And uh, according to Fox Channel 8, I believe, from uh, Cleveland, the CEO of Norfolk and Southern Railroad has been to the site twice um, and he met. He went to a town hall meeting to be among the speakers, and he's followed up with employees who live in the area. I mean, he's he's been boots on the ground trying to help with the cleanup, bring up bring forward resources. I mean, well, he, so in answer, well, in the answer to Buttigieg, he you know he'll he'll probably get that letter forwarded to him because he's already there. Okay, all right. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Sorry we didn't have much more time. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. 